Talk Radio Europe. Daybreak. Presented by Hannah Murray. Good morning. It's just gone 20 past nine. With us in the studio now is Sean Woolley. He's the founder and director of leading real estate agency Cloud9 Spain. With 20 years experience of helping clients buy and sell properties in Spain, he's decided to share some real life stories and some tips and tricks on buying a property in Spain. From the ground up, the insider's guide to buying Spanish property features a bonus chapter on the impact of COVID. COVID-19 on the Spanish property market. Welcome to the show, Sean. Morning, Hannah. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. A bit hot, but there you go. I know it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's lovely to see you and well done for doing something productive with your wow. time during lockdown. Thank you. I actually started a novel because I've always Ooh, wanted to write a wow. book of sorts, but yeah, it's hard work. <laughs> yeah. It's hard work. I mean, I listen to your authors that you uh, you interview on the book the book show and I'm full of admiration for them, but yeah. I, I'm not sure I'm ready for that step. So my offering to the world is a little uh, a little guidebook uh, helping people on their way to uh, to buying a Spanish property, really. But yeah. it, was a, it, it was a lockdown job. Mm. Uh, you know, first first couple of weeks we had nothing to do. The you know the business had had collapsed like everybody else's. Uh, we weren't uh, we weren't speaking to clients. We weren't seeing clients. I was stuck indoors. So I I got my laptop out and uh, wrote a little guidebook. Fantastic. Well done. So you've been working it with Spanish property now for twenty years. You yeah, say? Yeah, twenty years. Uh, I came over here uh, with the um, with the foolish intention of semi-retiring, but didn't have uh, quite enough money in my pocket and have far too much time on my hands. So got involved in in the real estate market here, um, which I found I enjoyed. I enjoyed interacting with people who, who were coming here with a dream of, of owning or investing. Um, and yeah, so I've seen it all really, seen the dips, seen the ups and the downs, mm. and um, we're battling away through this latest uh, crisis. And has, has a lot changed in 20 years in terms of the Spanish property market? It, it has, but I think more than that, I think the, the, the clients have changed because now they're so well researched. I mean, I know that when I first came over here to look for property with my partner, we booked our trip sort of six months in advance, mm. and we were so thankful to the agent for showing us around all these wonderful places now I think a lot of clients you know they, they do their own research so they come to us and they're almost telling us what they want to see uh, the areas even the developments uh, and the streets that they that they want to look for properties on so it's changed the focus of our of our work really we have to be much more detailed uh, we have to know what we're talking about yeah um, which obviously should be a given but you'd be surprised 20 years ago it wasn't and I guess it's it's more competitive now that the fact that people are doing their own research, you know, in the in the good old days, people would would come over, maybe do a, an inspection trip, only see that one agent and, and, and probably buy something on that trip. But yeah. as you say, with people doing more research now, they're taking maybe a bit more cautious, taking a bit more time over things. They are. I mean, the first chapter of the book actually uh, it poses the question, you know, why do we want to buy in Spain? You know, why Why would we want a holiday home? I think it's different if you're looking to permanently relocate because that's a, mm. a, a fundamental decision that you've taken. Um, but when it comes to a second home, you know, none of us need a second home. I think we'd all like one, <laughs> but none of us actually need one. So, you know, it, it's a series of challenges throughout the book, really, as to as to what you're looking for, why you're looking for it, and and who you're buying it for as well. Because very often people can get overexcited and, and, and start buying for grannies and auntie and uncle and things yeah. like that so yeah it, it's it's yeah the market has changed it's it, the, the book focuses really on behavioral aspects of the of the purchase everybody knows about or they can research very quickly on google about buying costs and things like this and transfer tax but when it comes to the actual using your head 
alongside your heart, which is a really difficult thing to do for anyone who's tried to, to buy property abroad or buy an investment property. Um, that's where we focus on the book, really. It's the behavioural, emotional aspects of the purchase. Because mm. it's, and, and a lot of people obviously buy properties for both, but it's a very different thing if you're buying a property just for you and your family to use, and that's the primary reason for a second home, holiday home, or if you're buying to rent it out as an investment. And a lot of people want to do both. And exactly. then it, I guess that becomes more complicated Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we have discussions with clients that can last into the early hours, you know, over drinks or dinner. Um, and, and, and what I very often do with clients is I, the first thing I do is really ask them to, to paint a picture for me of what they want. And then we talk about the fundamentals in terms of who's going to be using it, you know, particularly if they've got kids. Those kids are going to grow up, so rather than being 10 years old in a few years' time, they're going to be wanting to come over with their friends. A few, few years after that, they're going to be wanting to go to pubs and clubs. Mm. Um, so we, we always try and identify how we can best please everybody. And you're right, when it comes to rental, uh, very often you know the places that we would want to be ourselves for, for our holidays aren't necessarily the places mm. that you know the mass market want to go and enjoy so for instance we you know people who think that by being on a golf course they're going to attract all the winter rentals they're very often mistaken because a lot of golfers don't want to be anywhere near the golf course really <laughs> when it comes to enjoying themselves of a night so they would rather be a little bit closer to the action walking distance into bars and restaurants and they'll go and play golf during the day so mm. you know we, we're, we're always offering that kind of advice and, and pointers, really. I mean, if somebody wants to be on a golf course and they want to rent it out, absolutely. You know, we're not mm. going to change their mind, but we, we will flag up concerns and issues that we've seen in our, you know, 20 years of experience that people get wrong, that people get right. Yeah. And in terms of the procedure of buying a property in Spain with all the, the legal fees and the tax and, and all the different things that come with it, uh, a mortgage and everything... I, I would assume that, that it can be very different to what people are used to back home, whether that's in the UK or Scandinavia. Each country is going to have their own kind of sets of rules of how it all works. Absolutely. And one of the key things that we do during the very initial conversations so people um, who, are, who are, are my staff who are working with clients, particularly over the phone and via email, one of the first things they will do is to send all the costs involved and the and details of the process. So we've recently recorded a series of videos because everybody's watching video now and mm. nobody wants to read an email anymore so we do a, a series of short um, interviews and and videos where the buying process is, is explained all the costs are explained we do that in conjunction with a lawyer and i just think it's really important that people know from from the very start what those costs are what the what the buying process is so that it doesn't become an objection Mm. during a tour or during the sales process because that's really frustrating when a client suddenly says hang on I didn't know there was an extra 11-12% to add on yeah. um, and sometimes they still do that even if we've told them three or four times <laughs> yeah. um, it's always like they don't, they don't want to hear that bit um, so you know we're, we're quick to do that but yeah it, it is different in every country although I tell you what I'm buying in England at the moment and that's getting hefty as well on the old fees really? my, my goodness yeah um, so yeah I mean every country has its its, mm. uh, its different ways and how about the impact of COVID-19? We've all felt it in, in so many different ways, but I imagine buying property and, and selling property must have been really kind of difficult for people. Has it put a lot of people off? Do you know, it's a really strange one. Um, and look, I'm the first to say no one knows what's going to happen here. I mean, if we enter a, a, another sort of six-month lockdown, then all bets are off, aren't they? Yeah. I can't see that happening because I don't think anyone oh, can... Oh, I hope not. I, don't, I just don't think anyone can afford to do that. No. Um, but what we've noticed is that it's separated our, our buyer base into two distinct halves. So we've had the first half that were always a little bit cautious, 
always a little bit nervous about buying in Spain. They've probably become even more nervous and more cautious. Mm. So they've been almost parked to one side, really. But the other half of our of our client base has become almost more gung-ho, almost like, oh, life's too short. Let's just get on with this. Yeah. And also it's presented opportunities for people who um, are going to be working from home. Well, why work from home in my flat in Leicester when I can hmm. have a flat in Marbella and hmm. work from home there for three weeks of every month? So it's altered a lot of perceptions for clients. Um, we did deals over the phone and we did deals on video. Um, we sold a, a villa at 1.5 million euros just from a, a walkthrough video. Wow. Um, and that was during the midst of, of lockdown when nobody Gosh. could really do much. So deals are, are happening. and. You know, we've we've noticed the last week or so uh, we've sold five million euros worth of properties. We're negotiating on a further twelve million euros as we wow, speak. Brilliant. So there's activity. Mm. Um, but I think you know every client asks me, oh, it's gonna, you know, is, is it gonna all crash? Is is there a big problem? Obviously, there's a problem, um, but there's hardly any new supply coming onto the market. So normally, for a um, you know, a catastrophic fall in, in the market, you would expect a number of things to happen, which all happened in 2008. You would expect a glut of supply, which then drives the prices down. Uh, you would expect the banks to restrict lending. And none of those, or neither of those two conditions are there at the moment. Banks are still lending quite happily. And the um, there's hardly any new instructions coming to the market. So there's not a, a, a huge oversupply of stock. Um, and demand is holding up quite well. Even during the pandemic uh, lockdown, we had a lot of inquiries. And now, I don't know how long it'll last for, but now people are on the ground and they're, they're buying. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really good. Well done, you guys. Hey, we're, 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 we're <laughs> getting through it somehow. Yeah, fantastic. Well, if people want to get a copy of the book, it's called From the Ground Up, The Insider's Guide to Buying Spanish Property. And uh, I assume it's, I mean, it's relevant to people, even if you're living in Spain and you're looking at buying a property. Absolutely, just for the funny stories, really. I mean, what I tried to do was to keep it brief. So it's not, you know, it's a two-night read, but bedside reading sort yeah. of thing. And it's uh, within there are 26 tips about, you know, just little things that people may not have thought of about how to save money, how to make a bit of money, um, and just some of the things to bear in mind before you get on that plane coming over, but also, yeah, you know, while you're here and how to present your property and make money out of it. Mm. And also for people, um, you sell property as well, presumably. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I'm... <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we do. <laughs> no, I didn't mean sell. I mean, if people are looking to sell their property, absolutely. you can do that side of things as well. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. if people want to list their property for sale, we, uh, we're happy to, to, uh, to have a chat. Listing, that's the word. That's it. That's Listing, it. thank you, sure. <laughs> well, if people want to get a copy of the book, it is available to buy on our website, tre.radio, in the bookshop section there, and uh, all the usual sources. If they want to get in touch with you, Sean, how should they do that? Um, my email address is Sean, S-E-A-N, at cloud9, N-I-N-E, Spain.com. Go to our website, www.cloud9spain.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram. I think we're on everywhere. Fantastic. Cloud9 Spain. Sean Willie, thanks so much for coming in and best of luck. Thank you so much for having me. Thursdays on The Lifestyle Show.